Blog Talk Radio. condolences to her family, but we will try to do our best and move forward. So, how are you doing tonight, Papa Didi? I'm doing pretty good, pretty, pretty good. Not too bad for a Friday night, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to hear, good to hear. This weather's been kind of crazy, but, uh... Rain clouds. If you got a leaky roof, you know it by now. Yeah, you're in If trouble. your car's leaking, you know it by now. <laughs> Whatever's leaking in your life, you know it. Yeah, it is now. Well, on the East Coast anyway. I don't know. I can't speak for any other part of the country, but uh, the rain clouds have been coming down. Yeah, it's been kind of rough. First we get extreme heat, then we get extreme rain. Okay, well, shall we jump right into the rundown? Go for it. Tell the good folks what we have going on tonight. Let's see. We've got hot topics. Let's talk about Trump and Barr. They're expanding the surge into uh, having federal officers go into Chicago and Albuquerque. We've got a $2 billion vaccine deal with Pfizer that's raising pricing concerns. And Portland mayor got tear gassed by federal officers. In the hit it and quit it headlines, Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder got arrested. $60 million bribery case, and the House votes to remove Confederate statues from the Capitol. A woman will lead the Army Reserve for the first time in its history, and federal eviction moratorium ends today. Millions of renters are now at risk. The cocktail of the week is the Blackberry Ginger Gin Cocktail. We got what's popping with Papa Didi, the weird news. We got scientists. Accidentally creates something called a sturtlefish. A man steals a massive dildo from a sex shop, and he's still at large. And a bear approaches a woman in an ecological park and appears in a selfie. I'm just saying, with red wine, just keep it to yourself. Living for the city with Papa Didi. Uh, The Hollywood wrap-up, the kiss-it list, and the last word. So sit back, relax, get comfortable. As Kettle always says, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll come in right back after this break. You'll find this cognac over a glass of ice and a short glass. Goes great with Papa DD's segment. Living for the City on Blog Talk Radio every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time or apajamaparty.com on a live stream. I want to talk to that Papa Didi myself. I'm going to hit him up. It's on 
914-803-4306. Once again, that's 914-803-4306. And you should too. Welcome back to welcome back to the uh, pajama party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi, and I'm here with uh, Red Ones. Bonsoir, darlings. It's time to get into these hot topics. And uh, Papa Didi, you got the first one. Uh, what you got see. for us? Trump and Barr. And what's the other guy? Manuch. Manuchin. Manuchin. M3. Oh, I tell you what. Mama Bear, Papa Bear, and Baby Bear. Trump and Attorney General William Barr announced Wednesday that the uh, federal agents will surge into Chicago and Albuquerque to help combat rising crime, okay? Expanding administrators' intervention on local enforcement as Trump runs for a re-election under a law and order manual. I don't know Mm. why this man is, like, just thinking he needs to put a stake in everybody's, uh, put a fork in everybody's stake, so to speak. Like, he's running everything. I mean, come on. Anyway, hundreds of uh, federal agents already have been sent to Kansas City, Missouri, to help uh, quill a record rise in violence after the uh, shooting death of a young boy there. Barr announced a similar surge effort in December for seven cities that have seen uh, sparkling violence. And uh, it's just just getting out of hand. Usually, uh, the Justice Department sends agents under his own umbrella, like agents from the Bureau of uh, Tobacco, Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives, or Drug Enforcement, DEA. But this surge efforts will include at least 100 departments from Homeland Security investigating officers working in the region who generally uh, conduct drug trafficking and and uh, child exploitation uh, investigation. They're just rounding everybody up to go in these cities and, and act like they're going to do peace. But these cities uh, have in common a Democrat rule, whether it be the mayor or the governor or mm-hmm. what have you. So I don't understand what the logic is on that. And he's acting like white folks don't don't have no crime. Or they don't oh, have no trouble. Are they overriding or, the police? Oh, yeah, they override everybody. They feel like they got the power and they're using it. And anybody could just basically walk in the streets and all of a sudden – Somebody pops out, or you could be in a car speeding, and all of a sudden anything. I mean, these people are trigger happy, and I don't mean trigger happy with the gun, but just they're just trigger happy. Period. They just uh, put they they put the little uniforms on, and they they get off on the intimidation that they put in people, and it's, it's scary. Mm. So uh, DHS uh, officers have already been uh, dispatched to Portland, Oregon, and uh, other localities to protect federal properties and, monu- and monuments, as Trump has uh, elaborated efforts to uh, protect the knocking down of con- Confederate statues. He doesn't want that to go down, so he's trying to protect everything. Trump has linked the group growing violence in the streets with protests over uh, racial injustice. Though criminal justice experts say that the spike uh, defies easy explanation, pointing to the uh, unpredictable mention in the country of uh, that we're going through. He said all this friction is coming up based on the things that are going on in the world. But Trump thinks it's just uh, hostile people, but 
you know, my conspiracy theory is that you don't know who's coming here doing shootings. I mean, this could be a complete setup. I mean, you know, I think that people need to smarten up and know that the world can also be photoshopped, just like a, just like a uh, a picture could be photoshopped. You know, mm-hmm. you can have, you can have people from the from the KKK go through a neighborhood at night with tenant windows and just shoot up the side of a building, and they're going to assume that it was inter- some inner city violence. Inner city people may not have a clue what's going on. Then they actually say it so much, they actually fool themselves. They actually think themselves that that they're being gamed on by other gangs and all, when they could just send some right-wing people in there in tenant windows with cars and guns just to shoot. And they don't care if they hit anybody because they, they want a race war anyway. Yeah, so who who knows who's starting this? Who knows who's doing this? And it seems that whenever they, a car is does the open shooting, the car always gets away. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody ever, like, there's never a cop going by or, I mean, it's just violence in this neighborhood. Why isn't there a cop stationed nearby all the time? And when a shooting does break out, why isn't the cop trailing that car? They never catch that car. Just, I'm just, you know, I'm not convinced that the people in the neighborhood is the ones destroying the neighborhood. I can't, I'm not buying that. This could be a setup for real. You know, that's they could, that point. strategy could be laid out by Trump to say, look, go in Chicago, shoot up the place, shoot up all downtown, bust a few windows, don't don't hurt nobody, but get some long guns and, and do some strategic shooting. And, and what you should do is have experts look at the bullet holes and look at the you know, look at the guns, look at the shells, and look at everything. Everybody's being fooled, man. I mean, you want those con- some conspiracy theories out there, then I want to I want to jump on that theory to see who's doing the shooting. All these cameras in the world, we're not getting a license plate, a picture, a description. When they shoot out the window, nobody's getting a, a facial recognition or anything. I'm not buying that. I am not buying that. It does seem very convenient. Stop thinking that it's so right. It's so convenient. Oh, they shot up nine people. Who's to say when they shot up the people during the day in D.C.? Nobody caught anybody. Nobody seen anything. All those bars on 14th Street down there in D.C., you tell me that there's no cameras nowhere to see nothing? You got cameras. D.C. makes makes their fortune on cameras alone when it comes to radar for getting to somebody's ticket. Oh, you can get you can cameras. get license plates of people to for speeding and and everything else, going through a red light or what have you, but somebody shoots out nineteen rounds of bullets and you ain't got them on nobody's surveillance nowhere. Really? Well, I'm, I'm surprised not that, that I'm not buying to, that. To the story you just were talking about, I'm surprised that with the way things went down in Portland, which is still going on in Portland, Oregon, the way that those troops the federal troops that came in there, all of this stuff, you know, they were talking about people being snatched in unmarked vans and nobody really knew who were these people with, who were they working for because they weren't wearing any mm-hmm. kind of identification. They weren't they just looked like all military. this bad, right. So you don't all know All this made-up stuff, all this made-up stuff that they just brought from the store and they out there like happy-go-lucky people right. with authorization to do what they want. You don't know these people are from the government or from some militia group. You don't know and who they somebody are. can accidentally kill somebody and nobody would have a damn clue. And the point I'm getting to is that you would think that the way that that was a complete and total disaster, why would you turn around and dispatch these people to additional cities? Let me tell you something. 
If you didn't get it right I the think, first time, why are you replicating the effort? I think that something is going to go down with this. I think all these little uh, trigger-happy little cowboys that he's sending in all these cities, something's going to shake. I mean, it happened with Waco and everywhere else. All you need is one shot for one person to shoot and one person to shoot back. And then you got a, you got a, an all-out brawl. And then who's going to explain it when a smoke clears because in today's world, there's only six degrees of separation. Yeah. And people get killed out there. You never know who's related to who. You never know who, who's linked to who, who's connected to who or what. And the chance of you going in a uh, – if you think that because you're going into a predominantly black neighborhood that you won't bring any harm to white people, oh, my God. And that they said the that they were the they were truth. getting grabbing protesters. It's allegedly, all, that's always the case. It's allegedly, not, random protesters. Yeah, but you know but what? Wait, that's check not this the out. Case, but know. check this out. You remember probably um, maybe two months ago, we covered a story on our show about a company who had come up with some kind of software that was recognizing faces and stuff of protesters. Yeah. But when you when the question was asked to them, well, why are you doing this, and what are you going to do with this information? They said, oh, this is not being collected for any purpose. You know, we're just, well, we're just basically they were saying we're just doing it because we've discovered that we can. We're just, you know, we're just doing it. Imitate. I'm like, now first that all, that was fishy from first that. Of all, the but word, no, I'm just saying they connect all of it together. Yeah, but now you got these these militia all, kind of military folks the word out collect, here snatching random alleged random. The word collect means collect. But they I'm saying allegedly that. these people are randomly being taken off the street. What I mean, who's to say that these people aren't being targeted? From software like that to say, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, he's one of the main ones. She's one of the main ones. Get him. Yeah, get they her. brainwash him to get off the street, especially if they're white. They say, look, man, we catch you again going, going with, teaming with them. I mean, you'd be surprised at the, 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 the dialogue there. You, I mean, it's crazy. It is crazy. It's going to come to a head. Believe me, God don't like ugly, and this stuff is now, not going to... This stuff is not going to materialize. I'm telling you, it's not going to materialize because it's just it's just going to be bad. You cannot send a bunch of malicious people to somewhere to unarmed people, and they got long guns and tear gas and knives and 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 uh, stun guns and everything else, and the canteens, and they got 45 calibers. And really, come on. And with them not wearing any. Um Discernible uniform and ID. Yeah, show what they represent. Anybody else could blend right in. Blend right in. Get some some fatigues and stuff. Yeah, and they sell and it. start running around and doing things, grabbing people. They could be with they you know sell that some stuff kind of guys. racist group. That stuff they could some be guys are wearing could be brought off a mannequin at a Bass Pro Shop. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That whole get up. They could be with canteen. anybody. And these guys got canteens and everything, and it's like. Really? I mean, are we really, is it really that serious? I, it just makes me, I'm, I'm astonished that the government went along with this whole no, idea. No, I think the government started, ain't going to all nothing. They started. I'm saying somebody had to they come initiated. up with the idea. Well, there's somebody your boy. Somebody had to, st- exactly. There's your boy. Whoever, That's whether does. it was him or somebody with him. Yeah, Why well. would somebody come up with this stupid idea and think, yeah, let's just have them all put on military fatigues. They're wearing masks anyway because of COVID. So not only can you not see who you're working with, but they're not marked any kind of way. Yeah, it's and scary. And now you're creating fear and havoc it's scary. in the cities. 
the mayor and the governors are it's saying, we don't want head. you here. It's going to come Leave to us head. alone. We can handle it. I'm not even And the government about it. is saying, no, you can't handle it. We're going to handle it. I'm not it. worried about it. It's going to come to a head because you can't. That's like thinking you're a player out there, thinking you plan playing people. It's just not going to. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. After a while, it's going to be somebody is trigger happy. Going to pull that trigger, and it's it's going to be it's going to be crazy. All of, and I'm wishing no bad luck on it. I'm not wanting it to happen or trying to hope it happens. But you keep sending all these foreign cities into these towns, and yeah, it's very dangerous. It's, it's dangerous, you know. Well. I'm going to move on to this other, speaking of dangerous, the Trump administration, nearly $2 billion, that's billion with a B, investment in Pfizer and a small German biotech company for the coronavirus um, is raising eyebrows. They're saying, uh, raising eyebrows among lawmakers and drug uh, pricing advocates because now that they've given them all this money, they're not giving them a guarantee for how much you're going to charge for this for this virus. I mean, for this uh, where vaccine. Where did we get two billion dollars to just? That's what I'm working my way up way. to. Yeah, yeah. So this deal was announced on Wednesday, right? And this is part of what the government is calling Operation Warp Speed, hmm. right? You know how they got to name this stuff, hmm. Operation Warp Speed. So they're trying to get this vaccine together by at least early next year. So the program, Warp Speed, has already poured billions of dollars into several other companies, including Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Johnson & Johnson. So that's more money. Now, they gave $2 billion to Pfizer. They've already put billions into these other companies. And earlier this month, the administration announced that they were going to pay some small Maryland company called Novavax $1.6 billion for their COVID vaccine. So they're just shelling out billions and billions to these different companies saying, okay, we'll give you some billions for your vaccine. Okay, you got one? All right, here's some billions for you. You working on one? All right, here's some billions for you. And all of these companies have not all agreed on what they're going to be charging for it, which I think is so crazy. That's like hiring somebody to do a job for you, and you're not quite sure exactly what they're going to charge you. But you're just saying, I'm going to just give you the money, and we'll balance it out later. Who does that? It's, you know, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll save this for, you know, my, my segment later, but it's just. Whew. Yeah, well, the the people, the, all the watchdogs who look at things like pricing for drugs and whatnot, they're very concerned because they're concerned that if you don't have transparency into these companies with regard to the pricing for each dose, then you could end up with price gouging, which we saw happen with um, what was that medication that people needed uh, and they were going to Canada to get because it was so expensive here. It's one of the mm. common medications. I can't recall now. Uh, I can't think of it. It's one of the more common uh, illnesses that people have, and to get those injections, it was something that was an injection. And it was getting so expensive because the companies were charging what they wanted to. Yeah, I remember. And the people but, uh, were doing bus trips to Canada where you mm -hmm. could get it at a lesser price. So the advocates and the watchdogs are saying, we're not trying to go through that with this. So, you know, if they go all into what they're charging, you know, 
100 million doses for $1.95 billion, which works out to be about $20 a dose if the vaccine is successful. But it's going to be such a – we can't even get Lysol wipes. They had a they had a, a, a backup on hand sanitizer, which is the cheapest crap on the planet. That mm-hmm. stuff is nothing but a bunch of – you use that stuff so much it'll break your hands out. Yeah. Depending on what type of skin you got, it's just a – a bunch of crap mixed with a bunch of crap that turns into a bunch of crap. I never seen hand. Yes, I never sure. heard Santan. I never heard. I've never in my life knew that a, a cheap product like hand sanitizer become such a, a you know go after product. I agree. And then Lysol wipes and, and Clorox wipes and all every all these different things that we just wipe something down and throw in the trash. Mm-hmm. But now it's become disposable, stuff that's going to run out. And if it runs out, it's supposed to be recyclable. You're supposed to be able to get it whenever you want it. You need four-pack. We didn't even used to buy wipes like that. I don't understand what, you know, what's so funny about America is that America can always be Shanghai because they're so predictable. It's so monkey-see-monkey-do. I always say that they monkey see monkey do, mm-hmm. and, and 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 then people come and follow them, like why you know what I mean just, just like with, with people of color for example, you know coming up our our parents and grandparents, you know credit was never our thing. That was never our thing. That that well, wasn't that's we could that get. was not created by well no no wait no 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 no. No, and you know I'm gonna talk about that later too. I'm not even gonna even. Well, let me just finish with this. So Pfizer, well, let me go back to AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca is saying that they're gonna lock in the price per dose for about three dollars. Johnson and Johnson is saying they're gonna charge about ten dollars per dose. But the other two companies involved, Pfizer and Moderna, are not making any kind of promise. And then Pfizer went on to say that we plan on selling it for a profit. Mm-hmm. So they're letting you know, we're going to sell it for a profit, but we are going to give consideration to the government. So the Democratic lawmakers are concerned about the lack of transparency into all of Operation Warp Speed contracts. So they're saying that the public really doesn't know what is going on with Operation Warp Speed. <laughs> they're making deals. They're promising companies like Astra, I mean um, Pfizer. Pfizer's not going to get that $2 billion until they prove that their vaccine works. So, and this is money that they, they do not need. No, they don't. And as far as I can see, it's money the government they doesn't do really not. have. But yeah, but they seem to find it. They seem to find it. Well, I'll tell you, though, I, I just... Some kind of way. I, I'm going to tell you right now, Trump is the king of backroom deals. He thinks everybody's supposed to trust and believe what he believes in or what he wants to front. But he don't trust somebody for a damn. He was talking about those masks four or five months ago saying, we send these masks. And so we go, where, where are they going? Out the back door? He's always thinking somebody else is, is ripping yeah. in mostly a minority situation. Just like now, the situation with the unemployment, all these people saying, why are they making so much money if they're unemployed? They're making more on unemployment than they are working. Well, it's supposed to be a temporary thing. It's supposed to tie you over. Mm-hmm. But why are you worrying about people that never had? Why are you worrying about it? Because they finally going to get a couple more crumbs than they normally get. Yeah. Now you're freaking out trying to stop that. When that's, Everything's going to be temporary. Nobody wants to collect their crap from you. 
you know, but then people always got their opinion on who's collecting what and why and, and when they could stop it. You know, the guy Mitch was up there. Well, I don't think the people should be making any more than they already was making. How much are you making, Mitch? Yeah. And how much time do you and get off a year? you people are going to retire on $600 a week, really? Yeah, I'm telling you, it's been big. It's been, it's been scary. I, I just think this whole situation is scary. And day by day, it's just a matter of, you know, you have to compare it to Waco, Texas, with all this standoff there when it just took one shot, one shot that sent that bullet ablazing. And, and God forbid what happened to all the people and the children in that house, the big fire and all. It was just so, so sad. So, so sad. But everybody was so fired up. Everybody was not thinking. There was no negotiations involved. Everybody, one person yelling at another. And like I said, with the people Trump sent into these cities, all you need is one shot in the right direction. You're right. Or the wrong direction. And next you know, it would send a wave that would go back to the White House so fast it would make your head spin the repercussions of what would go down with that. All righty. I'm telling you, it's so interesting. All right, let's take a quick break and we're coming right back. So I was looking over the Cocktail of the Week archives and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajama Party and a Game Changer and of course we have the last word. I like the Revolution. It was Hennessy lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with jalapeno slices. Ooh-wee. I like that Crown Royal flush with the Crown Royal peach stuff and cranberry juice. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorites huh, was the, uh, wait a minute, what's it called? The Dutch Mule, yeah, the Dutch Mule with the kettle orange vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. There are so many to choose from on the apajamaparty.com website. So check out the Cocktail of the Week archives. And you can find out how to make the cocktail of the week and sip along with us. Are there instructions there too? Sure they are. Along with pictures of the drink so you know exactly what it's supposed to look like. So what's that y'all got in your glass? This is a boomerang. Uh, well, I got a kinky read over here. And I got the aviator. Get the recipes at www.avajamaparty.com and click on cocktail of the week. Cheers. All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm one of your hosts, uh, Papa Didi, and tonight I'm here with uh, Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. All right, let's see. We got one last hot topic to wrap up. Um, give that over to you, Papa Didi. Uh, the mayor, the Portland mayor, he was tear gassed by oh, a federal Oh, we were just officer. talking about Portland. Yeah, and uh, yeah, here's another situation where it's a, a Democratic-ruled area, and it seemed like all you're going after is what you're going The stuff that Trump is doing is so obvious, so obviously adverse to what he what he feels his base is. But what is your base? What what does that mean exactly? I mean, people, are, you, are they that brainwashed that you really got to dig deep in order to keep them and find them or... To lock them down, to strap them in, or to or tuck them up, or you know, I mean, yeah. it, it seems like you're doing everything you can, rallies and all that, to keep those people that's got that whole brainwash thing. You got to keep them on the 
I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. They got you got to keep singing that song to them. They know it over and over. I'm a Yankee Doodle. I'm a Yankee Doodle. I'm a Yankee Doodle. They cannot forget that song. They cannot. Well, you, you're, what you're saying is that they're so damn ignorant that you got to keep on educating them with bullshit in order to keep their mind all fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy, and it's obvious. I don't know. I ain't the smartest person in the world, but you tell me the world is not noticing this. Nobody's seeing what's happening. I mean, you're looking at Trump like he's doing something so so clever. This is not clever at all. When you get a certain age, once you reach your 70s, man, you ain't doing nothing clever, man. You're reaching for a Depends or a or a, a, a some type of protector to put in your drawers because ain't nothing clever about your bladder. Ain't nothing clever about your bowels no more. Shit, shit running loose everywhere. So how you gonna be so smart on the brain when you can't hold your damn your, your PP or your butthole? So I mean I, I'm just saying I'm not you know. <laughs> but anyway, I'll start reading this here. Okay, all right. Ben Mayor's name is Ted Wheeler. Okay, he was uh, he was tear gassed by the federal officers along with a large crowd of protesters uh, late Wednesday night after he uh, tried for hours to uh, calm down angry activists uh, demanding that police reform the city city hall. And calling for uh, federal authorities to withdraw from the area, the same ones we talked about earlier, the ones that are being signed. They go in there with all this uh, cannibalized mm-hmm. stuff, like they're fresh out of a brass uh, bass pro shop, with all this cannibalized stuff and all these canteens, like they're you know like they're fighting in Vietnam or something. And they look so, and everything is so brand new, green. It's like, uh, you know, they look like little candy stripers. You know, I don't know if you're old enough to know what a candy striper is. Those are the people that weren't get paid, the kind of volunteers for the health system. And they would be, they have a distinguished uh, color on. They would have, have red, white stripes back in the oh, day. And okay. they called them candy stripers. Volunteers that worked in the health health committee. But those people now that want to be assistant health people, they say, oh, no. I'm going to get my little degree. I'm going to get paid. You can get rid of those candy yeah, stripes. Get that volunteer. Candy stripes are fucking the doctors anyway. So that all. That all Gosh. Anyway, <laughs> so the mayor was caught in a uh, a, a catastrophic display of violence, which was uh, the perfect storm. He was out there, and all of a sudden, they, they started shooting tear gas inadvertently around 11:15 at night. And he was caught right in the middle of it. And he squeezed his mask, was rubbing his eyes, and trying to get out of the way. And he. He's like a regular person out there. It was crazy. So he spent many hours in uh, in the thick of the protest attempting to answer questions from the crowd because he was trying to help organize it. But come to find out now, he's running for cover like everybody else, hmm. you know. So I wonder if they knew he was out there or did they just say, I don't know. No, he was out there. He was trying to talk to them. And he was, no, he I mean a, the, 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 the federal the, uh, uh, camouflage who people. Who knows? They're... They're I wonder just, if they're, they're even bothered to find out who's out there. Or they're they just, just people out there on a mission. They don't. They don't have no mindset. They're uh-huh. just sent out to do do a mission. They're they're almost like a you know they're 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 they're, they're the mummies. They they you know they have no power, yeah. no no rule. They they got strict orders to do. They all protected up. But you know, like I tell you, and I ain't wish no bad luck on nothing. This stuff is gonna come to an. Uh, uh, a very vicious, um, unhappy medium. You know, I'm not wishing it or anything or predicting it, but it's not going to be. You know, we don't we don't live like this in a world like that. Only because it's only six degrees of separation, and when you have six degrees of separation, which means you don't know who's who. 
you don't know who's connected to who, and that's why you always say that death comes in threes, only because it's not so much that it comes in threes, it's that the world's so small that we hear about stuff, and, and death is so common that we only pay attention to it sometimes when it hits home or hits a job or hits people or hits somebody you knew or somebody from this time or that time, and it's connected so close to happening that, you know, but the, the degrees of separation is not far at all anymore. Who's Who knows who, who's dealing with who, who been with who, on the job, you only know who's hanging out with who. You'd be surprised who's what and what's what. The world is amazingly uh, creepy. I feel bad for all of these cities that are dealing with these, whatever they call them. They're not military. They're federal they just. They, I think personally, whatever they are, Trump's foot soldiers. Right, they're people I'll that they, they're that. people they hired. And who knows? They could be. They could be Klansmen. They could be right yeah, wing people from that. any kind of society. Because I didn't see no black ones. You know, we need to take account of the racial count when they come to these different towns. How many of them of are of color? Are they Hispanics or or, or is it just white boys straight up? Yeah, I, I see know. no females. All I'm seeing is white men. So what kind of military is that that has no no versatility or no, you know, any kind of uh, nothing. It's just white men yeah. of a certain See, that's age. the thing. I don't think they're really military. These are federal. No, I never said they were. Oh, I thought you said what kind of military. I said they're right wing. Right oh. wing meaning they were okay. Trump's cronies, people he know. Or maybe the other guy. Because uh, these people are still in Trump's corner. What was the guy he had in the front of the beginning? The guy that was running run that uh, newspaper and all that jazz. Uh, oh, Bannon. Bannon, yeah, Bannon and Trump. They still you got to listen to some of these white programs and and listen to Russ Limbaugh and Bannon and all them. These guys still they still respect each other when it comes to when he talks about Trump, how he praises him and all. They they may have got rid of him because the the media and the heat said to get him out of your cabinet. Yeah. But he's probably still on the payroll and still sponsors him and. Man, let me tell you something. That that water runs deep. I sure does. Those still waters run real deep. So, you know, oh, what are you okay. going to do? You're right. All right. Well, that wraps up the hot topics. I'm ready to jump into these hit and quits. We're going to hit them and quit them, right, Papa Didi? Yeah, go on, do what you can. All right. Do. I got one for you out of Ohio. This is the Ohio House Speaker, Larry Householder, has been arrested. <laughs> this dude... This is out of Cincinnati. Feds, uh, the federal officials arrested Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder and four other people uh, Tuesday of this week as part of a $60 million racketeering and bribery investigation that prosecutors described as one of the largest public corruption cases in Ohio. Now, all of these charges were tied to what the prosecutors described as a criminal enterprise, Okay. Criminal enterprise dedicated to securing a bailout for two nuclear power plants in northern Ohio, which was expected to cost the state utility um, ratepayers a billion dollars. So they're in there dabbling, trying to get a hold of this money from this bailout for this nuclear plant. Now, the criminal complaint was unsealed Tuesday and describes the effort of Householders Enterprise and states that he and his associates tried to expand their political power and enrich themselves and conceal their criminal conspiracy. So they were doing all kind of crap up there in Ohio, and they all got busted. 
So uh, they went on to say that it was the largest bribery and money laundering scheme ever perpetrated against the people in the state of Ohio. And this was uh, the U.S. attorney, David DeVillers, who said that. And he's uh, the lead office prosecuting the case. He said it was bribery, plain and simple, quid pro, quid pro quo, pay to play. So also charged were four other lobbyists and Republican operatives. Neil Clark, who's a consultant with a company called Grant Street Consultants. Uh, B- Matthew Borg, Borges, who's a former Ohio Republican Party chair and consultant. Juan Cespedes, who's the co-founder of the Oxley Group in Columbus. Jeffrey Longstreth, who's an advisor to Householder, and a company called Generation Now, which is a nonprofit that also linked back to uh, one of the people involved, uh, Jeffrey Longstreth and Householder. All of them are facing racketeering charges and all of the other charges that they listed. So uh, it looks like they're all going down. And they said this was the result of a nearly two-year investigation uh, that the FBI had been working on. So it took them two years to finally get what they needed to bring these dudes down. I'm like, y'all, this was a a payout, I mean a a bailout for the nuclear power plants up there in Ohio. And they had their fingers all up in that money, distributing it around to this company and this this, What do you think happened to this big trillion dollar thing with all that distribution of everybody getting that $1,200? You think a trillion, let me tell you something, that was a I'm going to tell you right now, Trump, Barr, uh, the other guy, the Secretary of State, uh, and the Treasury guy, Mitch McConnell, these guys are filthy, dirty rich. But the sad part about it is they don't realize they're in their 70s. And they they ain't going to enjoy that money too long. Something's going to creep up, you know, creep up on them. and, 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 I mean, you know, we do not live forever. That's one thing everybody has to understand. No matter how sly, slick, or wicked you think you may be, Father Time wins every time. Every time. Every time. Anyway. All right. What you got for us? I got a, what do you got here? Uh, House votes to remove uh, Confederate uh, statues from the Capitol. Mm. Ah. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, this is in Washington. The uh, House voted Wednesday, this past Wednesday, to... uh, to require the removal of the uh, statues of the Confederate officials from the Capitol, a move that comes amid a uh, nationwide uh, reckoning over statues and memorials of Confederate leaders and other uh, racial figures, racial, not ra- racial figures. The uh, legislation passed on a uh, bipartisan basis with a vote of 305 to 113. Jeez. But its future is uncertain in the, in the Senate, and we know that. So I don't know why we're even bragging about the House doing anything when that's the lowest of the lowest. Anything can go down there, and that's, that's democratically ruled. But uh looks like by the numbers that some of it is uh, has, has the Republican participation. But the sad part about it is that in, in, the, in the participation, like I said, is only because of six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these people are dating people of color know people of color and things like that, so they, they have an obligation these days. Their world's not lily white anymore. Perfect example of that is uh, George Bush, George Bush's brother. What was his name? Jab? 
Yeah. Jeff oh my Bush. God, Jab was all in his his wife was man, he I think Jab changed that whole Bush family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He sprinkled more Spanish blood on there because he, he went after that brown skin. You know what I mean? Sure. And that stuff just kept pre- reproducing. You know that they they making babies. You know the ones that the, the ones that are still making babies, the ones that are winning. Okay. You can have all the right wing you want and all the racial stuff you want, but you got to keep making babies in order to talk stuff. You know that's why the Chinese and everybody got a billion people over there because. They just all they do is work and, and reproduce, you know, and they So that bill got through the House but mm-hmm. the Senate hasn't approved it yet. The House the probably Senate's not won't. gonna not gonna approve it. Yeah. And but but you know, they just wanna keep the coals it's almost like you're just churning the coals of a of yeah, you know keep poking you, you, the fire. Well, you know, it's almost like a barbecue. You get your best fire at night, you know, when everything is uh you're about to wrap up for the night. You look at the coals and the barbecue. Say, yeah, and they're all nice damn. and white. And red and smoky. And as soon as it gets dark, you can see the redness. You can throw a hot dog on there. It would be delicious in 10 minutes. But now you're about to throw dirt on it and put it out. So it's too late. So Well, I hope they pass it. Because otherwise, yeah. people are going to keep going out here, ripping these things down, and end up in jail. Well, they're talking about the ones in the Capitol building. Oh, well, they can't go rip those yeah, down. So. But, yeah, those things, because those actually are um, the states. Don't the states have yeah, a say, have like, yeah. like you get two or something, one or two mm-hmm. per state that you can choose? Well, so a lot of these people the are, you know, decide. we have to understand, too, that the reason why people are trying to perpetrate this stuff from the past, because most of these people that start all this stuff with some of the ancestors of the people that lost, you know? The ones that lived in North Carolina, they were the ones that owned the slaves and had the plantations and had the money. And that's why they was able to, even after the war was over, they were still able to afford someone to make statues of heroes and display them. Even though they lost the war, they weren't even worried about where the world was going forward. I mean, they were already people of a certain age during that time frame. Mm-hmm. So they just want to establish the fact that we may have lost, but... We're trying to establish what, you know, we're trying to show people who we had. We have some great leaders, but the thing about the North, the North gave them slaves some guns, and, and that's how they won, that's how they actually won the war, is because they gave slaves guns, and the slaves started shooting, and I'm sure them slaves said, that we, 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 can shoot, we can shoot these guns, and when they okayed them slaves to shoot them guns, that was it. They, uh, they went in hard, and that yeah. was it, so... Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye on it and see if that ever gets through the other side yeah, of the legislation. Those those statues are strategically placed, and people from those different that represent those different states praise those statues and that Capitol building, and they are gonna have none of that stuff taken down. So yeah, I know they're hardcore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I got one for you. Uh, a woman is going to lead the Army Reserve for the first time in the Army Reserve history. Imagine that. And why did it take so long? So uh, her her promotion to lieutenant general confirmed Miss Jody Daniels has been cleared to take command of the Army Reserve, and she's the first woman to do this in the 112-year history of the Army Reserve. How crazy is that? I guess they finally decided to let women play along, huh? Uh, she is the latest woman 
and again, her name is Jody Daniels, the latest woman to break into the military senior ranks, which have, of course, historically been dominated by you men. Fewer than one in four admirals and generals are women. Wow. Um, Daniels has been deployed to Iraq and holds a doctoral doctoral degree in computer science. Uh, they gave some more of her background, but they were saying that like all of the armed services, the Army has struggled to diversify its ranks, particularly in the officer corps. Earlier this summer, Air Force General Charles Brown was named the first black service chief in history. And last week, the Pentagon, partly in reaction to demands for equity after the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, announced that it would no longer use photos when making promotion decisions. So who knew they were doing that anyway? So to make those fo uh, uh, promotion decisions, they're pulling out photos like you do on a model selection for a show. So anyway, so congratulations to Jody Daniels. Do us proud, Joni, Jody. A hundred and twelve years, finally. All well, right. this next one here is about the uh, federal eviction uh, monitorium. How you pronounce that? Monitorium? Oh, the moratorium? Moratorium ends on Friday. Oh, boy. So That's millions the of uh, renters who are at risk. Uh, the clock is ticking for many Americans who have been falling behind their rent with a federal uh, monitorium of conviction set to elapse on Friday. This could put more than 12 million renters at risk of losing their homes. One analyst shows while millions more may be exposed as uh, some states' eviction ban expires next month. But the end of eviction uh, protection comes at a tough time for many households, given that uh, corona cases have increased in 41 states for the past two weeks. So that's pushing some governors and local offices to uh, scale back reopening plans. And at the, at the same time, the extra $600 in uh, weekly federal unemployment aid that millions for jobless workers are collecting is due to expire uh, for about 25 million out-of-work adults within days. And believe me, the Senate is not talking about putting that back. They're already complaining, saying, you guys are making too much damn money yeah. in this. You know, so you don't understand the changes people are going through and, and all this jazz and what they don't have access to. And I don't know, if you never, and people need to understand, especially rich people or well off people or people in politics that's making money like crazy. You know, if you haven't walked in these people's shoes financially, you don't know what the hell they're going through. Because if you got behind the pandemic financially, man, you're playing hell trying to catch up. If you didn't That's jump on it, if you didn't jump on the benefits that was being offered by all these, I just think that anybody out there, including myself, when all this stuff was going on, you know, like in uh, April or May, is when you should have just you know, just called your creditors and spoke up on what was happening, you know, talk about what's what's what, what's up. And a lot of people didn't do that, you know, and they just let it go by. Everybody was trying to give you breaks, whether it was cell phone companies or your home phone or yeah, but you know what? The problem is that for the ones who were giving people breaks, when the break is over, like with this moratorium, when the moratorium ends, 
then they expect to be able to flip the switch back to normal now. And they expect people to start making your payments or start paying your uh, rent or your mortgage or your utilities or whatever the bill. But they still want you to pay that back stuff. You know, some companies are willing to work with you and put it on the back end of your bill. But then you have other companies that say, okay, well, that bill's been adding up since we cut you that slack for the last three or four months. So now you got to pay that. Now, they, if the whole point of them cutting you the slack was because you already informed them that you don't have it, what makes them think that at the end of the period of the moratorium, all of a sudden now, you've got thousands of dollars to catch up? Yeah. It doesn't even make any sense. Well, I just think also that people should erode their companies and don't let them forget who you are. You know, call call early and often and try to figure out what's going to change about the situation that you got going on. Because, like I said, when it's over, everybody's going to bum rush you for that. So you got to keep talking to these people on a daily basis, whether it be, you know, Verizon or any 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 creditor that you may be dealing with on a regular basis and tell them what's up and see what they have to offer and tell them what you need and have a plan, you know, but this stuff, it's not going to correct itself. No. I'm saying that some of know. these companies are not very flexible. No, not at all. But then, you but know, that's they're the looking at curve. you like, look, we we let you go for three months without having a pay. But that's also a learning but now curve. Yeah, you owe for three months. That's a so. learning curve for you to know going forward. When things get right or things get different or you get better, you know now that you need to get rid of this mortgage company as you have because during a crisis situation, they weren't there for you. They yeah, that may work for, for mortgage, you. but for the utilities, you can't. Well, I just think the mortgage is the number one. I don't one. know if they're doing the that. The mortgage either. is the number one the creditor that you should really be concerned about. That's the first one you should be concerned about because they they hold the heart string. They hold the roof over your head. So that's what you got to protect, you know, because. Yeah, that's true. You know, the mortgage is very important because once they, once you get in foreclosure, it's, it's, it's really it's not easy. Yeah. Not but easy. a big issue, though, is the renters. I saw something earlier today. They were saying that there are 12.3 million renters in the United States, and a lot of them are facing this moratorium ending. So in that case, you're not dealing with a mortgage company. You're dealing with a landlord that does not give a hoot. Oh, yeah, well, he's... You know, they're like, look, he, I let you stay here for the last three months without collecting rent. So now you're going to have to come up with some money. Mm-hmm. But if you still aren't working, what, what, are you supposed to, what are you supposed to do? Go out and rob somebody? See, that's how stuff starts to get crazy. People start getting pressed, and then they start thinking crazy stuff because now they're nervous. you got somebody saying, by the end of this month, if you haven't paid everything you owe, you're going to be on the street. And then people start getting desperate and doing desperate stuff. But anyway... All right, well, that wraps up the hit it and quit it. Headlines for this Friday night. Uh, Let's see, we're going to take a break and come back with the cocktail of the week. All right. All right, we'll do that and come back on the other side with this week's cocktail of the week. This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914 
803-4306 and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the pajama party, so call us now. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Is it tea time, darling? Hi, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with uh, Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It is now time for the cocktail of the week. Week, week. Brought to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment, our parent company. They sponsor the cocktail of the week. And this week, we've got a good one for you. It is called the Blackberry Ginger Gin Cocktail. It's a very good, easy summer drink. And here's what you need to make it. Uh, to do a Blackberry Ginger Gin Cocktail, you need one and a half ounces of prairie organic gin. Good stuff. One ounce of simple syrup, three ounces of ginger beer, four fresh blackberries, and two basil leaves, and a few extra basil leaves for garnish. Now, to put this drink together, you want to put the blackberries in a drinking glass, pair the basil leaves into small pieces, and add them to the glass with the blackberries. Then you want to take your muddler and gently smash the blackberries and the basil together. On top of that, you want to add that simple syrup and the gin, and then add ice cubes if you want to make it good and cold, and then top it off with ginger beer. Stir it gently and serve it up. I'm telling you, it's tasty. Good, good, good. And that is the Blackberry Ginger Gin, a cocktail, this week's Cocktail of the Week, week, week. Again, brought to you by D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. And we do thank you for that. All right. We're going to give it over to Papa Didi and bring him up with uh, this week's topic for What's Poppin'. So, Papa Didi, what's poppin'? Well, I'll tell you what, so much, there's so much going on. The one thing I want to speak on really is this whole situation with the uh, $2 billion being given to uh not not different companies to to find a solution or find a uh, a vaccine and all, but you give it to one company who's already made a ton of money. I mean, Pfizer is uh, they're the makers of that drug called Flomax. Okay. Now, Flomax is used for various things, but it's mainly used for uh, prostate and stuff like that, prostate problems. So it's big, you know what I mean? It's the it's not it's not a cure all, but it's a it keeps you in perspective, you know, while you're dealing with that. But that company's making a fortune off the oh my god. I mean mm-hmm. and in most cases if you're on Flomax, you're more likely you're gonna take the generic pill because you can't afford Flomax already. You know? Either these these medicines go to rich, wealthy people or whatever, but uh but now you're going to choose a pharmaceutical company that was already making mad dough. And they're saying, we're going to get this and come up with that, but ain't nobody special. You know, Pfizer's nobody, 
if you're you're making if you're you're gonna find if you're, you got to get that from somebody, and then you're gonna make all these vows. It's gonna be just like we were saying with the uh, anything else. All this stuff is gonna come to a peak. Everything we're doing is stupid. It's gonna come to a peak. You know all all this stuff with Mitch McConnell and all these different 75, 80 year old guys. In five years, man, they're gonna be falling off like hotcakes. You know, that's how life is. Either you're going to get involved or you're going to get out. I mean, five years from now, even if Trump does get reelected, nobody's going to even recognize him in four more years. Like Ronald Reagan was. Ronald Reagan, man, by the time he retired, man, his his Alzheimer's was, you know what I mean? It was in full bloom. I think Nancy was running the country with horoscopes and leaving yeah, a window open and, and he's, it was, it was a mess. And, and I tell you, the same thing for Trump. Father time is undefeated. And I give you five more years. You take a look at look at Trump and all the stuff he's doing that, that makes no sense about nothing. All the people speaking on his behalf and all the people scared to talk because they were about what he's going to say. Come on. It don't even matter what he has to say because, you know, nobody's going to be influenced by it. So it's... It's very scary. Mm. Very scary. And also getting back to, like we were saying earlier, the conspiracy theories of who's doing what, who's doing the, who's doing the shooting, who's doing the killings in these neighborhoods to make it so violent. You know, there's no pictures, no video of anybody. All that you got cameras out here to take a picture of my tags when I go five minutes over the speed limit, five miles over the speed limit. You know, all this, you know, I got. You get tickets like crazy, especially in D.C. You'd be going somewhere and you're just hustling because you're running a little late. Next thing you know, you, you hear it and you see the light. Poof. And there's a bright light. Whoa. No, it was around. That was me. You know? You look and you know you got hit. So all you can do is check the mailbox. And the way it's designed has nothing, nothing to do with uh, fighting it. I mean, nobody's open. So I mean, it's just so much today that we're that we're dealing with and, and seeing and discovering. I mean, it's just everything's a mess. Everything's an absolute mess, and it's gonna come to a head because the people in power right now, especially the, the Republican regimen itself, in the Senate and the presidency, these people have unfortunately got old. And old, old to me, is seventy or better. Mm-hmm. And Trump is what seventy six now. He's so. old. Well, they asked Alexa during the break. <laughs> okay. How old uh, Trump is? I'm sure it's about seventy six. Yeah, I think that's. But if he problem. does get reelected, he goes to till eighty years old. I mean, come on. But in four years, a lot of them be gone. You know, because they they're gonna retire. They done made a fortune. They'll get out of there inadvertently. All right. But anyway, I'll leave it at that for now. All right. Well, thank you, Papa Diddy. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, let's uh, shift gears and go to the weird news. Kettle's not here to say we're going to lighten it up. So... I'll say it. We're going to lighten it up and go to the weird news. 
so I think I've got the first weird news story tonight. And we've got some weird ones for you. Let's see. I'm starting off with this uh, scientist. Uh, it says meat the turtle fish. It's a new species of fish that was accidentally created by scientists in Hungary. It's an unusual mix of two endangered species. Uh, and those two species are the American paddlefish and the Russian sturgeon. According to a study published in the journal Genes, researchers at Hungary's National Agricultural Research and Innovation Center said that they were not trying to create a new fish when the sturtle fish was born, but what they were wanting to know is if the two species could be bred in captivity, and they were shocked when the resulting fish grew into adulthood. So basically they created a Frankenstein fish. They said it was the first successful hybridization between the two species and between members of these two families of fish. They said they didn't want to play around with hybridization. Um, it was unintentional. I'm like, okay, so you accidentally crossbred a fish. But they go on to say you won't have to worry about seeing it in the wild, what they're calling the sturtle fish, because researchers believe that the offspring are infertile, which is a common side effect of crossbreeding. So I'm like, wow. So... They're just there. They said they won't be in the wild any, but, you know, I always think back on Jurassic Park when they said you can't control nature. Now, you created this thing, so if it gets out of the farm that they've got them in or whatever border they've got them in, I don't know. Anyway, that's the sturtle fish. What you got for us, Papa Dita? I have here... Uh... A man steals uh, a massive dildo from a sex shop, and he's still at large. Oh, boy. Okay, what's this about? And why did he steal a dildo, anyway? Oh, I couldn't Let's tell you. Let's get to the bottom of this here. Right, People do some here. wild stuff. All right, a mass thief was still at large after he casually exited a Las Vegas adult store in broad daylight hey. with a three-foot... 40-pound 40, 40 dildo hoisted, he hoisted onto his shoulder. In broad daylight? And the the actual story I'm saying here in parentheses says, see the security footage article below. We don't have that picture, but that would be interesting to see. When he walked out the door, he was talking about cameras, and they showed him mm. walking out the door with the, uh, the dildo hoisted around his neck. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. But in broad daylight, something that big? Anyway, uh, he just picked it up and walked out, Laura from the store said. And she declined, she declined to give her last thing because she does work in a uh, sex shop after all, as she said. But TMZ, which was investigating this, which obtained the surveillance footage, and this happened on July 14th. The theft was at the... Uh, Dijon Velov Boutique, which is a uh, sex shack, basically. The man uh, suffers from uh, oh, let me see. He suffers from some type of a, 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 a people know him, so he suffers from some type of a bipolar situation. 
and he does stuff on impulse. So they're trying to, I guess, give him a way out or an alibi or something. But uh, wow. So anyway, we'll see what happens with that. And they're saying that the dildo he stole was valued at twelve hundred fifty dollars. Damn. That's a lot of dildo. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, valued really. at twelve hundred and fifty dollars. But they said it was thirty. How long? How big was it? It was uh, three foot tall. Jeez, that's like the size of a of a child. And weighed forty pounds. Wow. Okay. And he walked out of there with it in broad daylight. Mm. Okay. Yeah, he sure did. All right. I've got one more for well, you. He was white, of course. So. Of course. Um, if you didn't see this video by now, you need to look this one up about this bear. A visitor to a park in Mexico captured video of a black bear approaching a young woman and sniffing her hair as she snapped a selfie with the wild animal. The video that was recorded at Chippenque Ecological Park in San Pedro Garza Garcia shows the bear approaching a trio of women paying special attention to one of the park visitors. The bear stands on his hind legs and appears to sniff the woman's hair as she snaps a selfie with the bear. Now, the park said in their statement that the bear was displaying an abnormal behavior caused by human beings. Okay. A park official said plans are being put in place to capture the bear due to his lack of fear of humans. I didn't know that bears were supposed to fear humans. I thought it was the other way around. But the statement said that the park will implement strict measures to prevent future potentially dangerous interactions between people and bears. Did you see that video during the week? Yes, I did. That was crazy. They're just standing there perfectly still, which is what they always say you should do if a bear comes up to you. But the bear is on his hind legs, standing right up to this woman, sniffing around in her hair, and she's just standing there, and then she takes out her cell phone and raises it up slowly and gets a selfie of her and the bear with the bear standing, like, right over her shoulder. I'm just glad that her flash didn't go off or something. Because imagine if the flash had gone off in the bear's face and the bear freaked out. That bear would have mauled her like nobody's business. Oh, that was crazy. But okay, that's our weird news. As I said, it's weird. Okay. Yeah, what's that? We taking a break? break and, uh, okay. Come back with the uh, you uh, right along. Oh, okay. Sounds like a plan. This is Kettle. And this is Red Wine. If you like news, but you like the weirdest kind, you're in the right place. Join us every Friday night for the Pajama Party Weird News. We find stories each week about some of the strangest and oddest news stories around. If there's ghosts driving, stupid criminals getting caught, or just bizarre medical stories, we report it right here on the Pajama Party Weird News. It's funny and informative, and we look forward to it every week. And you will, too. If you like weird news like we do, join us every Friday night on the Pajama Party Show. It's a weird world out there, and we'll tell you all about it. Right here on the Weird News. 
where we celebrate the weirdness. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier, or is it Misery Loves Company, or whichever. Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen, or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of your host, Papa Didi, and here with uh, Red Wine. Those why, darling? All right, next we have uh, Red Wine with her segment of uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. I mean, uh, uh-huh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. What are you just saying tonight? I'm just saying, keep it to yourself. That's all I'm saying tonight. Keep it to yourself. You know, every week we see another video or two or three of somebody's racist video rant. And some people think that this is a new phenomenon, but I'm here to tell you this is not new. We're just seeing them on video now. This stuff has been going on for a long, long time. But people have finally gotten up the nerve or the technology, whatever the case, to take their phones out and record these races so that they can't deny saying what they said. And tonight I'm just saying, if you have a racist feeling in a public place that you feel like you just got to get it out, keep it to yourself. Nobody wants to hear it. I've seen so many videos of people telling non-white people to go back where they came from. Here's the thing. A lot of people that you've been yelling at about go back to where they came from, they came from right here, right here in the USA, Dodo. Now, just because they look African or they look Asian doesn't mean that they were born there. But these people who do who get caught on these videos are too stupid to realize that. And, again, I'm just saying, when you have the urge to make an idiotic, racist remark in public, Keep it to yourself. The irony of all these videos is that these racists seem to think that America belongs to them and nobody else. They conveniently forget that their family members were immigrants when they first arrived on the shores of America. So let's not go there about who needs to go back where they came from. 
That could be said of every single person who is not Native American. The indigenous people are the ones who have the right, if they choose, to kick anybody out of their country. America belonged to them until it was stolen bit by bit by the Europeans. So I guess you're claiming, what, squatters' rights? Because you don't own it. America does not belong to you. America is where you live. It's where all of us live. And like it or not, all the people that you want to vacate the premises are not going anywhere to appease your discomfort of our presence. So I'm just saying, when you're conjuring up some kind of pro-white stupidity to yell at somebody in public, do yourself a favor and keep it to your damn self. And as for the ones who have an issue with people who are speaking in their own language, you're some of the worst offenders. Are you mad because you can't ear hustle their conversation? Is that the problem? If they're not talking to you, why are you all up in their conversation? That's what I'm trying to understand. If they're speaking Spanish and you don't speak Spanish and they're talking to each other, why do you care what language they're speaking in? Mind your business. That's how you end up in another video, yelling and screaming at somebody about speak English. They're talking to each other in their own language. Mind your business. Keep it to yourself. And as for the ones who who go around and, and like I said, you all up in people's conversation, you end up looking five kinds of stupid when you do that. So I'm just saying for all you people who feel like you want to end up starring in another viral video because you just can't help and keep your mouth shut, keep it to yourself. Just stop being rude and meddlesome and belligerent, ignorant, loud, all up in people's business. Contrary to what you may think, you don't run everything. This is red wine, and I'm just saying, stop trying to regulate people that don't look like you. And all those dumb remarks y'all keep getting caught on camera saying, keep it to yourself. That's all I got. That was great, Reverend. That was great. I'm just tired of these videos. It's like every other day, every day, is somebody else caught on video. Another viral video. Somebody saying, you need to go back to your own country. Calling people racist and all this other stuff. So, all right. We're going to take a quick break. I need some ice. Thirsty. <laughs> this stuff makes me upset. I'm sorry, but I get upset. We're going to take a break, and we're coming back on the other side of the break with Papa Didi and Living for the City on the Pajama Party Show. Girl, what are you using on your skin? And your hair looks so thick and beautiful. I've got a secret. I know you're going to share it with your girl. Well, just between you and me, I found a new product that makes my skin glow and my hair fabulous, too. It's bull semen. No bull. Stop playing. For real. Bull semen gives me this glow and keeps my skin nice and soft and feeling good. Where in the world did you get bull semen? From a bull, of course. But only my distributor knows for sure. I can hook you up. Check it out. Bull semen is great for your hair, nails, skin, and everywhere else where it doesn't feel right. 
Just warm the tube of bull semen. Put on some Barry White music. Massage the tube using slow circular motions. And when the semen comes out of the tube, put some in your hair, on your nails, on your skin, and wherever you want. Before you know it, you'll be glowing. Your hair will be growing, and your friends will want to be knowing. I'm ordering my tube of bull semen today. Order two. I'm almost out. Bull semen. Do not use internally, or pregnancy could occur. And we're not responsible for that. Order yours today. And that's no bull. Too sweet, Ben Rouge. This is Red Wine. And if you haven't heard of the Pajama Party Show, you have been missing out. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, what's poppin' with Papa Didi, weird news, and I'm just saying with me, living for the city with Papa Didi, and the Hollywood wrap-up with Kettle, the cocktail of the week, my favorite, and the world-famous Kiss It List, and of course, the last word. We serve it up every week on A Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern at 914-803-4306. Or you can listen live online at www.apajamaparty.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at A Pajama Party. Hey, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with uh, Red Wine. So far, darling. It's time for Papa Didi and living for the city. Mm. Ooh, what's going on in the city tonight, Papa Didi? I tell you, you kind of sparked me up with your, your, your commentary to kind of put me in that same territory because, you know, what I don't understand, I'm just going to... I'm just keep it real. I'm not even going to get excited by it. I'm just going to... Say that. Um, when when did you when do you, when do you think that you can actually control the narrative of the whole world? That has got to be hard ass work for you to actually think that you can manipulate. I mean, how many people are going to jail for racketeering or um, some type of um, Ponzi scheme? These are people that were controlling people, and it fell off after a while. And this is what the game Trump's playing right now. He's playing that same old uh, pyramid scheme, you know what I mean? He's a leader. He's the badass. Law and order, yada, yada, yada. But he doesn't believe that all the emphasis that he's putting on for the the police to represent strong of what they are and stand tall. These guys are human beings, you know? And some of them going home to black women at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. He don't understand who's going back home to who. Some have adopted Asian kids and African kids and, and all that jazz. I mean, I feel sorry sometimes for law and order that's underneath Donald Trump because He's making them out to be the badasses while he's telling them what to do. And they go out in the streets of Portland and Chicago and with their little fatigues on and they 
step out that big old bus, and now they got to represent stuff, and they got to send the white boys up to the hood where they scared as hell. Some of them young white boys in that little, little, um, the little franchise they put together to overseas inner cities, they ain't they've never seen black folks, let alone see them at two o'clock in the morning up in the hood. You know what I'm saying? And, and sometimes you realize up in the hood like that, you got the nine millimeter gun, which nowadays they hold about sixteen bullets. They made the handle longer so the clip can be longer and hold more bullets. But other than that, they got maybe four rounds on them of bullets. And most chances when when you see people shooting, when these cops get the anxiety up and they shooting, they usually unload about nine bullets in people. You know, you ever notice that the different killings of these cops yeah. when they started shooting these people, they, the anxiety is so high they can't let go of the trigger. Shows they were scared as hell from the beginning. So very interesting, and I can't understand how Trump is trying to control the narrative of everything and everybody. I'm running everything and everybody. And then you name it all these cities that are are black black breeding. Oh, we're gonna go in Chicago, and it's so easy for you to name stuff that you know has already been nullified on the news and on the media has as being populated with trouble. And I used to the truth to these very same cities that don't need the attention, nor do they need the. You know, for you to incite anything, you're you're like they say, you're pouring fuel on fire. Mm-hmm. You send all these troops up into South Side Chicago. Half of them little guys got their little fatigue on, saying, "Oh my God, where are we going? South Side Chicago? This is my first time in Chicago." These these cops got feelings, emotions, families. Man, he's putting people in harm's way. Mm-hmm. I mean, them guys know the neighborhood. If they want to ambush somebody, look how easy it'd be. But I think the the average person of color, even if they're a criminal, they ain't even thinking like that. They're not thinking like that. And Trump knows they ain't thinking like that. But he wouldn't send them somewhere where you got some sneaky white boys. You know, I mean, this is this stuff is a mess today. This world is a mess. It's scary. And I think we really had to get off that whole Republican-Democrat thing because it's almost becoming like the Civil War anymore. Mm-hmm. The North against the South. You know, what side you're going to choose, you know? Mm. But anyway, that's all I'm going to say about that. Hmm. I wonder if that was the plan all along, huh? Yeah, I think I think they want a rematch. Mm-hmm. But... But they really don't. No, they don't. Mm-mm. There are those who do, but the reality is, I agree with you, that's not what you want. Because you have to establish who you're fighting against. Are you fighting against the the Spanish people or the Negroes? Or what, what are you, who are you mad at? Who are you fighting against? At that time period, the line was clearly drawn as to who's on one side, who's on the other. But now everything is so murky. Mm-hmm. It's not even about a gray area. There's like so many shades in between the black and the white. 
So to say where the line is to be drawn and who's on what side, you wouldn't even be able to figure it out. Mm. So that's definitely not what they want. But anyway, that was that was a good topic, Papa Didi. Thank you. All right. Well, we don't have cattle tonight to talk about the Hollywood wrap-up, but I did want to ask you, what do you think about this whole situation with Kanye? I don't have the well, details on it, so I can't really... I think really that Conway was approached by uh, not so much Trump, but a, but a Trump nationalist saying that if you can come up with something where you can get on some ballots, you can help us win this election. You know? Mm-hmm. And he did it. I'm sure he did it. He wanted to do it, but then he lost his mind. He went so crazy that day. They're saying that he's bipolar now. Well, he's been bipolar. No, I'm saying that's the announcement. It's been announced now, and Kim, his wife, is saying that he is bipolar and she's asking for people's patience and understanding. But, I mean, that comment he made about Harriet Tubman wasn't really trying to free the slaves. She was just redirecting them to work for other white people. You know, he he's saying a lot of things like that. Yeah, that was crazy. You know, then he yelled at it, somebody that was at a rally. It was a black woman who had a mask on. He started yelling at her, and he says, I can't even see your face. I don't even know who you are. So she finally unhooked part of her mask, and then she went and made a post about the whole thing. But, you know, it's like, dude, people are wearing a mask because of the coronavirus. So why would you call her out like that? Everything was just odd. I tell you, stuff stuff is adverse and crazy comes to a head after a while. Mm-hmm. It comes to a head, you know, and uh, that's what happened with that. You know, Kanye was going to act like he was going to, he basically was going to steal boats from, from Biden, was going to do. That's why he was throwing his hat in the ring. So his followers and all his different media folks or his uh, social media folks can throw votes the other way. You know, votes is votes. All you have to do now is win a, a, an electro, electro, electro college mm. to, to win the election. Trump knows that. You don't need a popular vote. You just need to win that particular state and get those delegates. And if he could help him win California, at least, you know. Well, he's been working on getting um, enough signatures to get on the ballot in I forgot what state. I thought I read Oklahoma. I can't believe we're odd like that. I can't believe how we're actually the stupidity of people just fall for the okie doke like it's nothing today. You know, we yeah. just either we're preoccupied with craziness, or we don't even have a life of our own. Did you look at some of the char- the cast of characters in the world that are distracting us with crap? You know, and then people apologizing for the crap. Mm-hmm. You know, you had this little argument between the congresswoman and the congress guy oh, up yeah. in, the, in the house, you know, yeah, not long ago. Yeah, that guy yelling at uh, AOC, mm-hmm. Alexandria Ocosia, if I got her name yeah, right. Yeah, he's saying, well, I'm a family man and all this, and I mean, it was just it was Yeah, he said, I have a wife and daughters. Like, that means you couldn't have cussed her out or called her out of yeah. her name. Everybody wants to fall back into the family aura. Once they find themselves out there, now they want to explain. Just like when you get busted for uh, so it's in a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Now you were married, you just had a 
Yeah. I just had a moment. I, a lovely I was trying to home. teach yeah, I was trying to teach her I was trying to tell her to go home. You know, yeah. but it caught you with your Johnson hanging out. So how do you explain that? Mm. You know, you trying to teach her you, you were trying to teach her to well, tell that was her. an accident, you know. Yeah, so Well But anyway, the to answer your question, Kanye I think the brothers get help. I think ever since he broke up with old girl uh um. what's her name? Amber. Amber. Amber Rose was a girl. Mm-hmm. They they go back and they had a connection, and he was trying to help his mom with the the tummy tuck or whatever she's getting, as well as the uh, yeah. I think the loss of his mother is what really pushed him over the edge. Because it came out of nowhere. I mean. Yeah, because that was definitely when not we when we sent our mother when we sent our mother in, we sent anybody in the hospital for a simple. You know, operation where they're going to go under for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, and all of a sudden the doctor said that she died on the table, but she didn't make it. Oh yada yada yada. I mean. Yeah, nobody was uh, no. anticipating that. Mm-hmm. He kissed her goodbye. She went inside the operating room and never came out. And when you freaked out, you end up losing Amber Rose and and, and your mom at the same time. You know, and I thought yeah. I thought him and Amber they, they had a good connection, in my opinion. Yeah, because one of the other odd things that I like he to said. I like two together. Okay, but one of the other odd things that Kanye said was that he had been trying to divorce Kim ever since she met Meek Mill. Now I don't know how when that was. Yeah, I heard that. But I was like, wait a minute, what? Because any other time, you know, he's just throwing praise on top of praise for Kim. Well, because Meek Mills also was one of the ones that initiated the whole prison reform thing in Philadelphia when he got that big charge put on him in Philly for, for Backley doing his crime wasn't okay. even violent at all. And that's when I thought Meek was his boy, you know, but I well, guess... Well, who knows, but... So I guess he thinks that Meek Mill was taking Kim's attention. Well, they were both in the same field. Right. When it came to freeing, freeing people that were wrongly, you know, Meek Mill was felt like he was wrongly. His 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 charge was trumped up, based on his influences. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, she's trying to get people out of jail that didn't pull to be in there. And, right. and her and Meek had the same, you know, the same thing going on. And and he took it as a, a jealousy thing, you know. Well, I hope he gets the help he needs. Yeah, he's a mess. Because we don't need him running for anything. He needs to be running for help. That's all he needs to be running for. But okay, um, the kiss it list. We're at that point of the show. Really? Yeah, no. we're there. What is the kiss it list, Papa Didi? Kiss it list is a list that we compile of people that showed their butt hiney last week or this week or even yesterday or even today. Mm-hmm. And we put them on blast and we have a song on every half and... Um, um, looks like the first one talking about the guy that uh was disrespected that congresswoman. What was his name? Uh I have to look him up, but yeah. yeah. He was the that, that congressman or representative, whatever his he is. His apology was so rank. He was so, you know. And then a lot of them guys ended up getting a quiet divorce themselves because the woman's walking away. I mean, cause, I mean there's no such thing as a Stepford wife anymore. You're not going to manipulate a woman into 
going along with crap, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. she can't even go back to her own friends because you've been acting a fool. Mm-hmm. So you're messing up her situation. But then him being a congressman, they would never make that divorce public because now she could rag him and, you know. Well, whatever that congressman's name is, you know who you are, and you're on the <laughs> list. Yeah. Also, we got Trump and Barr for sending those federal officers to Chicago and Albuquerque mm-hmm. and Portland. And half them guys ain't never been in a black neighborhood in their life, scared to death. You're going to put them in the south side of Chicago at 2 o'clock. Hell, I don't go to the south side of Chicago at 2 o'clock in the morning. And you're going to send some some Johnny-come-lately amateur guys. They never seen black people in their life. They're going to walk the streets of Chicago at 2 o'clock in the morning looking for trouble. Also, we got Pfizer, pharmaceutical company. Well, they accepted, you know. Well, they accepted the a deal to come to to uh, to get two billion if they come up with a successful vaccine. But well, they're not they saying how much they're gonna charge for it. Yeah, they're, they're just saying, something. look, we got a deal, but I'm not gonna tell you just yet. If I tell you at all, what I'm gonna charge you. So that's not right. They're on the kissing list. We got Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder who was arrested for a $60 million bribery and racketeering charges, and all of the cronies that were along with him in that deal, four other people. You are on the kiss it list. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have? Mnuchin, <clears throat> Treasury Department, just for always, being Mnuchin, always. always up into some mess. Him and Barr and Trump are the richest men in the world right now. They are ripping... All this stuff coming out with a billion and with a trillion, and you think the kickbacks aren't vicious? I mean, the whew. yeah. Also, the man that came into that sex shop and stole that massive dildo, you need to bring that back, bro. That's not yours. Bring it back. The scientist who created that Frankenstein turtle fish and claimed that it was an accident. Sure, you're right. Y'all doing some tricky stuff, slick stuff. So you're on the kissing list. Um, I don't have anybody else. You have anybody else this week? That's about that's about it. Uh, Let's see. I won't put the Washington football team on there since uh, they finally got rid of that name was the name and though. the mascot. So the name is horrible. Yeah, they get a. And let's put the, the owner of uh, the. Redskins on there because he's got Rivera doing all his damn work now. Every time there's a question about what the name is going to be or what they're going to do in the meantime, Rivera's up there talking. I mean, come on, man. You're just a coach. Yeah. Push come to show. And making because, him the front man now. Push come to show. They can fire your ass in five minutes. Okay. Well, well let's put you. the owner on the kiss it Definitely. List. He don't, he didn't contribute anything. And all the people who still are refusing to wear a mask in public. Oh. God, that you group. are on the kiss it list every that week. Group, please. And all of the people who keep on uh, getting caught on these videos, viral videos for racist rants, carrying on and stuff, showing your true colors, all of you are on the kiss it list. And like I said before, <laughs> keep it to yourself. Don't nobody want to hear that crap. Okay, what you got for All right, we got a gift for everybody on this week's kiss it list. Here kiss my empire. Kiss my ass. You can just kiss my ass. 
All right, welcome back to Woo! the Jam Party. I'm on your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with red wine tonight. Oh, darling. All right. Oh, that was the kiss it list. Mm-hmm. And we're about to wrap it on up. Yeah, we're going to early, early tonight. Uh, my partner's not here. She's, uh, she's off tonight for very personal reasons. Uh, God bless her and her family this evening. Hope they're all in a place of... Uh, Peace. Peace and reflection that we all go through and going through, been through, and it hits us at the most unexpected time. That's the, what God does. But Keller, we're here for you. As always, you're our partner, our friend. We love you and need you, and uh, there's always a space for you. Hope everything is working out. Hope everything is getting some type of perspective or trying to be in perspective. Just enjoy your private moments and uh and your memories. We'll stay here and hold it down until you can return. Uh, I'll turn over there. Amen to that. Yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, stay strong people, do what you have to do. Take care of yourselves, protect yourselves, love each other. Tomorrow's not promised, so you know that statement about give people their roses while they live? Do that. Because sometimes we don't know when we're going to see each other again. So, you know, let's love on each other. And like Ellen always says, be kind to one another. And keep it to yourself. You can't say something positive. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> and that's all we have for tonight. Yeah, watch yourself out there and all this stuff that... Trump is doing, and I'd say to the people in these different areas, Chicago, and he named all these places that are predominantly black or predominantly uh, large uh, black population population or of uh, of color population. He rolls it off his tongue. He, like this is the only places in the world where there's trouble. You know, he, yeah, we're gonna send them out to Detroit, Philadelphia, everywhere that you know that that your base isn't at. Like your base is angels. You know, you 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 you're represented by the people with the halos over their head. I mean, just come on, this man is so out of touch. It's not even funny. Yeah. And I only have to tell you that you have to figure out how out of touch uh, Mr. Trump is for yourself. I really can't. I, I refuse to be blue in the face of trying to convince anybody of anything. Again, you really have to take your own analyzation, your own heart, judging by the way you were raised and what you know and what your values are. And take a look at what he's doing, and compare it a little bit to Barack and what Barack did. I think Trump now needs to win this election so he can be in comparison with having eight years in there like like uh, Barack did. This man is in complete competition. I mean, you know, he's, he's a Looney Tune when it comes to that. He just he has to live up to some type of standard set, and then to be a president to pick on all the little things out there. I've never seen so many people per president nitpick stuff that's like, yeah. you should be worried about foreign relations and, you know, making sure the nuclear plants don't, don't you know, go awry and things like you worried it about. It reminds me of somebody that focuses on the lint. Yeah, I, mean, I just want to pick the lint. Oh, stuff. I see a little speck of lint over here. Now I'm obsessing yeah, this is over stuff it. stuff we hear in the news is trivia. Stop worrying about the lint. Focus trivia on news. the real stuff. Trivia news, and this man has got full attention on it. Stuff you thought, you know what I mean? At some point when you reach a level of 
management or whatever, even at a company, you don't really care what went on on the floor. With the, the if you're the CEO of Macy's, you worry about the fact that uh, Karen and one cosmetic company got in a fight with with Judy and another cosmetic company. They were fighting on the floor up there, and it caused a little ruckus between like maybe fifteen twenty minutes. But he's on little stuff like that mm-hmm. and send a tweet out about it. Man, you supposed to be protecting the whole world. Everything from California to New York, everything from the the, the bottom of uh, Canada up top down to the bottom of Texas down the bottom, and, you know, on all four sides. But you're worrying about little stuff that's going on in Portland. Mm-hmm. Oh, when Seattle got together with that little standoff they did there, that's why they got governors. And everything else, let them handle that. But you want to oversee everything. Well, he wants to everything. be the governor, the mayor, the president, Not the king. Not to mention when the pandemic broke out. Man, Fachi trying to tell us what to do. This man had been through the AIDS crisis and everything. He trying to tell us what to do and how to do it, how to play it. Like a coach trying to set up a team. Trump coming, no, 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 no. Then when he said, well, where's all the masks? Where are they sneaking out the back door? Why are you accusing somebody of stealing? You're so petty. You you, you know, you're so petty. Up, petty. Well, we sent a thousand masks up to New York, and now they're gone. Where were they, they going out the back door? You actually think that. And if they are going out the back door, then send more. How much stuff you and Mnuchin, who's that, Treasury Secretary? Yeah, Mnuchin. How much you and Mnuchin bar? how much money y'all got going out the back door? Y'all guys approved a trillion dollars and sent everybody 1,200 measly ass dollars. And that was the only people that made less than 75000 mm-hmm. What about the other people? Hell, you made a hundred grand, you still need 1200 and you got a trillion dollars. Where's the rest of that money at? Man, twelve, man, a trillion. That could have gave everybody at least four grand. But your boy Manucha come up with twelve hundred to a certain amount of people, and people didn't get it. Then he wanted to sign the check with his name. Yeah, that was crazy. You know, hold up the check. Let me put my name on. I never seen somebody so. Yeah, you what they call hold that? up the payment what so they that call they that have misogynistic? to. Misogynistic. I mean, he's just like. Boy, that's is, your boy. He is all of that. He's, he's a mess. He's a mess. And and me being from up north, I mean, I knew Trump a long time. A lot of people know him for the first time. And people that are in that world, he's in are amazed by him. They think that he's a greatest sense of, you know, he's a new great white hope. And they're praising him. They're, they're down at the, you know, he, he's the Buddha belly. You know, they pull up his shirt and throw nickels and quarters and dime at his feet. You know, they Buddha, they stick incense in his toes. It's amazing. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, be safe. Be safe. There again, you know. God bless you, Kettle, and your family. And uh, we're praying for you, and we're here for you. And we're gonna get on out of here, and we'll do it again next Friday night on the Pajama Party Show. You can check us out at apajamaparty.com. And thanks to our parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment. And that's all we've got. Mm-hmm. Say good night, Papa. We're out. Good night, good night, good night. And good night, everybody. We'll see you again next Friday night. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Gabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. 
and good night. Yeah.